politics Some culture and craft beer Politics And that is why you're here Politics Bottoms up Welcome to Bottoms Up Fred and Blotto discuss the politics of today, the culture of our lives, and the beer of our state. Bottoms up! Happy New Year, everybody. I believe uh, this is the first show of 2021. Thank God we have all put 2020 in the rearview mirror and got the hell out of Dodge. Oh, yeah, like 2021 is really starting off well. Look. <laughs> this is season two of 2020. I'm, I'm trying to find something positive here. <laughs> Happy New Year, you guys. How's everyone doing? Bad. I can't find my bottle opener. Bottle opener? What's that? Yeah. You mean you're Should not open prepared? Some- I'm not prepared. Bottle, say how you are. I'll be right back. All right. I'm uh, I'm doing terrific. And uh, even though 2021 is starting off kind of rough, um, uh, I agree in many ways to get 2020 behind us. But, but you know, I, I mean, it was, it was in many ways a, a, a terrible year for the country. But personally, 2020 was a pretty good year for me. <laughs> So, you know, I, I, should I feel guilty about that? Don't, because I, I, I kind of agree. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have a terrible year. I mean, be, not being able to do the stuff we're used to doing, I guess from that standpoint, yeah, but. Oh, I had a I, lot of concert tickets go to waste. I mean, yeah. I had some really big ones planned, so that that – Really, when I think about like what was the worst part about it for me, it would be that per, for me personally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the but, social aspect was probably the worst, and um, not getting to see other people. Well, I guess I'd be social. Yeah, that was the hardest part. But fortunately, because we followed rules for the most part, we've avoided the crud and. Uh, so have most of our friends and family, so that's a good thing. Yeah, and even though some did catch it, it, it seemed like you know uh, most of our immediate friends and family uh, survived it, um, not lessening any of the the, the the tragedy that was felt by others. Um, but uh, but before we go on too much about that, uh, just in, entered. Deuce, uh, a returning guest to my right here uh, is uh, Semicolon. Hello. Returning uh, guest and COVID survivor. He is, he is also a COVID survivor. True. Welcome back. Um, and uh, maybe he's going to head back up to school, maybe, eventually. Soon. As soon as possible. Uh, Got to get a few auto uh, issues worked out. Trapped, trapped by a car, forced to, uh, you know, go through the misery of uh, doing very little and drinking beer. 
that's that was kind of all of what 2020 was doing yeah. very little and drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> You're not wrong. uh okay so now that you're back now uh say hello oh yeah i am uh i'm doing great i'm fantastic not at all sarcastic yeah (laughs) that that also sounded sarcastic by the way we have a lot to talk about tonight and uh a lot of it has got me fired up so Interpret that how you will. Yeah, likewise. Okay, so uh, we're going to get into the episode number here. Fred, yeah. you got anything prepared? That's right. I didn't even, I don't think I even mentioned it was episode 84. 84. Starting to get caught up here. All right. Well, in music, there's a couple interesting things. When I first started looking, I'm going, holy hell, this is a boring year. But we finally <laughs> we finally did uh, run into a couple of notable items. And uh, the first one was Marvin Gaye was shot and killed by his father. Really? April 1st. Yep. yep oh, that was okay. in 84. I didn't even know that about Marvin Gaye. What? That he was shot he was and killed shot by his by... father, let alone in 1984. Yeah, Marvin Gaye, I believe, gave the gun to his dad for protection. I think there were some issues. He didn't feel safe or whatever. And then uh, I don't remember the particulars, but yeah, his dad shot him and killed him with the gun he gave to him as sort of as a gift, I believe. Hmm. So, so yeah. And um, music-wise... Uh, do you remember when Michael Jackson set his hair on fire doing that Pepsi commercial? Isn't there some like rainy footage of that? Yeah. 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 That that happened in, uh, 84 burned his scalp. Um, did it melt his nose because it seemed like it did after that. No, I don't, I don't (laughs) think that's attributed to a fire. (laughs) Um, from an album standpoint, Prince releases Purple Rain, and it goes to number one on the Billboard Top 200 and stays there for 24 consecutive weeks. None to, none to laugh at. And then the last thing of interest, uh, do you know who Rick Allen is? I do not. Nobs. Nope. Semi? No uh, idea. That was the Def Leppard drummer who came up shorthanded. Ah, well, that's lost a bad an arm. Time. Lost an arm due to a car wreck on New Year's Eve of all nights. So, uh, yeah, he ended up coming back to the band and drumming one handed. But I think we sort of talked about that before, didn't we? We, you we said did there mention was, it because there were two, two drummers actually on stage with them. Right. I think. Somebody wasn't aware that they brought in another drummer and, and, and thought all that work was done with the one-armed guy. Well, the Rick Allen just kept missing a beat, right? <laughs> Man, Fred. <Woo! laughs> Welcome, 2021. <laughs> yeah. Is That's that, all I got. <laughs> I, I mean, I got to... I, I, what first popped into my mind about 1984 is David Bowie's song, 1984. 
Orwell Animal Farm. You know, I, I don't know when it was released, probably like 76 or something. Um, but, you know, it was sort of a dystopian take on the near future. Well, okay. I mean, that's all probably based around the book 1984, right? If there's a dystopian song called 1984. Uh, it it, it probably is. I'd, I'd have to refresh myself with all the lyrics to, to see if, if, if... I mean, can't be a coincidence, right? No, I don't think it's a coincidence, no. Do you know the song? No, I know the book. <laughs> this is a we do a music recap, okay? Right. Okay, have mu- things related to 1984 musically. Okay. Yeah. But a- anyway, there could be that crossover. It has to be. You know. It's a it, it's a very good song. Nobs, do you know it? I do not know the song, but yeah. I might look it up though cuz I'm interested. But Fred, you know it. Yes, yes, I do. Okay. All right. So then it's uh, get to the beer. Whoa, yes. whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. Oh. I'm calling Fred out here. What? You missed so many great albums of '84. <laughs> <laughs> Nav does a little bit of homework here. Frankie comes to, goes to Hollywood. I'm sorry, I missed that. Purple Rain came out in '84. I just said that. Yeah, oh, I was. I, I said I, I said Purple Rain, and it I was on the. Number one of the top 200 for 24 consecutive weeks. Oh, but you didn't say Thriller, though. Is that the well, one you missed? You missed Michael Jackson, but not Thriller. Thriller came out, that, that came out as a single, I think. Okay. Oh, oh, man, you guys are going at it. I don't think it was, the, the album, I don't think, came out. I don't know now, why I wouldn't have. Last uh, podcast, we mentioned Metallica's breakthrough album. 84 was the release of Ride the Lightning. Never heard. Far of it. Beyond, yeah, yeah, better. I don't know that one. So you don't know Ride the Lightning? Oh my god! <laughs> <sighs> All right, onto the beer. Disappointed in the both of you. I'm not sure about semicolon. He's keeping keeping quiet over there. These are the same people that are supposed to, you know, talk about cultural topics. Don't even know about Metallica. Rough. Yeah. No, we, we, well, how much are we supposed <laughs> hey, to know about Metallica? Is the question. All right, boomers. Okay, let's go. Uh, who filled who, who filled up the treasure trove this week? Twas I, the grassy troll. And what do you got? We are starting out with odd side dipped. It is a stout with cocoa, natural pretzel flavors and some sea salt thrown in for good measure what are natural pretzel flavors i don't know i don't think that is a natural flavor there's no when i see stuff like that i don't want to even read it i I, why would they even put it that way i think that's just salt (laughs) salt and carbohydrate salt salt and cardboard all right Grass-fed. Uh, it's 8.4 on the alcohol level. So we like that. Yeah. It's for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, the, the, the label doesn't say a whole lot more. Uh, I see. No, but I, I guess we're expecting sort of, you know, chocolate and salt, right? Yeah. There's a picture of a big pretzel half dipped in chocolate, so I'm guessing that's what they're saying is on its way. So let's pop it open and find out. It's interesting that they don't – you have to read the fine print to even know it's a stout. 
I mean, you could assume it's a stout just by the uh, uh, by the artwork, but it could also be a porter. All right, there, semi. Pop it open and Ooh, looks like motor oil, which is a good thing. I I poured fairly aggressively to get uh, a good size head and get that nice stout cascading effect. I had different technique. Um, yeah, but you still got a decent head on it. You still got three quarters of an inch. I might have been too aggressive. I've got like uh, three inches of head here. <laughs> I have like none. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's 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 definitely dark, and the uh, the head on it is as as dark as I've ever seen one. So it, uh, it must be a really really thick beer because it's a really dark head. Mmm, it smells good. I'm also hungry, so maybe that's part of the reason. That's a thick beer. Mm. There's a I could just, I could just live with the smell all day. I wonder if they make like a plug-in for it, you know, for your... <laughs> I think uh, uh, like one of those car freshener things? Well, the ones that you put in your house. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know what they're called. You know, Pop Tart like, uh, them. They're all over the like place. Blade plug-in plugins. Yeah, yeah, Blade. Yeah. Although there's other brands, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> uh, I haven't had a sip yet. Who, who's who's had a sip? I I'm, have. I'm still smelling it. I'm I'm just watching it, pouring it, smelling it. It's great. It's very thick viscosity. It's lots of mouthfeel with this beer. It's a coder. Yeah. And are you are you are you tasting the pretzel? The natural pretzel flavor. Right. Do you taste the pretzel flavor? It's not very not very present, I don't think. I think it's there kind of if you're like if you kind of close if you kind of squint. You kind of <laughs> close your left eye and then close your right eye, you might see it. I'm not so picking close, up close pretzel your eyes, either. Natural flavors or not, I'm not picking it out. I'm getting the sea salt, and I think a little bit yeah. of caramel. I'm almost getting caramel and salt, too, but I'm not getting pretzel. It's caramel, guys, please. It's definitely here. So is it Caramel, California? I, I, I'm not. No, it's spelled differently. It's Caramel, California. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it has one less vowel. Um, what I'm not getting is a lot of the chocolate. I, I I'm getting pretty. I mean, it's a it's a it's a pretty good stout. It's on the bitter side for sure. I think it's bitter. That might be also because of the high ABV. Um, you know, it's it's to me. I'm getting a a, a lingering aftertaste. Um, but I I think it's kind of lack for me. It's kind of lacking on all the flavors. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I, I don't like it. Nobs brings up the point a lot of times where he feels 
the beer is as the brewer intended. But I think this beer tastes pretty good, but I don't think the in- the intended flavors are there. Well, you know, we've had beers like this before where they just fail to deliver on what your expectation is, even if they're good. It's tough. I mean, I, you know, would I, would I have another one of these now with a different expectation, right? It's, it's not going to be over chocolatey. It's, There's no pretzel because there's no such thing. If you think about it, pretzels are fairly bland as a flavor. A chocolate-dipped pretzel tastes like chocolate. Yes, I agree. It's it's whatever you dip it into. It's a a delivery method for whatever flavor you decide. Um, Maybe they should have done a cheese-dipped pretzel. I'd rather they didn't. You know, Blotto, there was hesitation when you said that, where it's like, they should have made A, and then you said cheese dip, and I was like, please don't say cheese, don't say cheese, and then you said cheese. Well, there's also kind of a private joke there, uh, because oh, of a conversation yeah. that I, I had with my brother yesterday, who, who'd never heard of dipping a pretzel in cheese, and thought it was ridiculous that anybody would ever do such a thing. Did you then provide pretzels and cheese to him? Uh, no, we didn't have that opportunity. And, so, and then so he also, lost the argument. And then he also assumed that this was something that was popular, that must be popular in coffee shops. <laughs> oh, it's very highbrow. Because he said, well, I don't, he, said, well, I don't I, he said, well, I don't go to coffee shops. <laughs> Starbucks is really for. big on pretzels. Yeah, uh, it's no, we, we all had a good laugh. And then he got mad at us for laughing at him. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll we'll leave him alone at that point. Uh, uh, anyway, I don't know. I we, we can come back to it. I, I'm more concerned about the bitterness. Eh, that's, that's a little bitter, that, isn't it? That's the part that might throw me off. I, I'll give it a pass as as maybe missing on the flavors. There's so many good chocolate stouts out there, right? Yep. You know, so th- that's where I'm struggling with this one as uh, um, as something that I would order again. I like it. I don't think it's dipped pretzel. But that's okay. Uh, I like it too. It doesn't taste like what they say it's going to taste like to me. So I'm going to blow your guys' minds. I actually do like this. I don't I like typically too. go for the dark beers, but I well, like you're it. You're really blowing your minds because you, you've got three people, two others that have already said they like it. Yeah, but the, you know, the dark, oily stouts aren't typically my, my go-to. You know, I, I think we've both changed a lot there. You know, I, I was trying to convince Semicolon the other night that I enjoy a lot of IPAs now. Mm-hmm. I think we've all evolved. Yeah. We all in, in, into beer snobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true. Um, I remember back in the day when I thought Leinenkugel was a fancy craft beer. And, and, and you were so proud that you could even say it. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's high fluting. Well, we, we go back farther than that there, don't we, Fred, where where Stroh's signature oh, yeah. was considered of a, a, they put they put that gold foil, foil on the back of that bottle. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. And then and then when I would get to the south, I would get a Shiner Bach. And that was kind of like, ooh, a dark beer. <laughs> Stroh's had a Bach for a while, too. Yep. I had a ram. Look at that, a yellow label with a ram. Really? With a ram on it? Yeah. Huh. Pretty sure that's I have, to, I have to look that up. That's, that's probably pretty cool. Okay. Um, before we start, I do want to circle back. I'm reading the lyrics of 1984, and there really isn't any reference that I would take out of it uh, to um, Orwell's book. My point is, is that if it's a dystopian, no, if it's a song about dystopia called 1984. It, it well, then okay. it's definitely it's about the future. So call it dystopian or not, right? It's about the future. Uh, Beware the savage lore of 1984. That sounds um, like a direct reference to the book to me. They'll, they'll <laughs> split your pretty cranium <laughs> and fill it full of air and tell you that you're 80, but brother, you won't care. The, the Okay, this all sounds very... My, my point is that if you if you make a... Uh, you know, a song or anything or other any piece of media that happens to have the exact same title of one of the most famous books of all time, and then you make it about the same, you know, like concept. Then I, you're, I, I'm, I'm struggling to see anything so even close to me, a coincidence. Next, you're going to tell me that Elton John's Rocket Man was inspired by Ray Bradbury's book Rocket Man. Probably, yeah. I don't know much. Mind about blown. That. <laughs> No, actually, it was very much inspired by Ray Bradbury. It, a, it, it follows the, the the story. Okay, on the topic of David. Hey, Miller, you want to hear something? Since you brought you brought up Ray Bradbury, yeah, I sold him peanuts at the nineteen eighty four Olympics. At the nineteen eighty four Olympics? Oh, no, I sure did. What were you referencing, George Orwell, when you sold him the peanuts? Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's it's all tying in. I, I worked I worked the closing ceremonies of the nineteen eighty four Los Angeles Games, and I was working concession. And Ray Bradbury bought peanuts for me. How did you recognize Ray Bradbury? Because other people were making a fuss about I don't even know how to read a book. Yeah, but I knew I knew the guy knew the guy's name. And fact is right. And there were people making a fuss about him. There were a lot of celebrities there by the way. Um but yeah I sold him peanuts. You know this is like some QAnon conspiracy shit theory bullshit going on right now. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. I, I really want to, like, get in cahoots with Ray Bradbury. No, just that we're I seeing hate, 84 everywhere. No, this huh? is, we're seeing 84 everywhere. Oh, that part. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm. What a coincidence. It's even the podcast episode. <laughs> I wonder how we got on that tangent. <laughs> Didn't uh, Biden beat Trump by 84 electoral votes? 
sure. No. Pretty damn close. 306 to. Oh, beat them by. I gotcha. Uh, yeah, I don't know that. It might be hilarious. Well, hey, why don't we check? Why don't we check uh, Trump's Twitter? Am I say three oh six like two thirty six or something like that? Damn, that was a I great know three oh six is correct. Yeah, Blado Knob set you up for uh, a yeah. set you right up. Oof, right over your head. Well, <laughs> maybe because I was talking or doing something else. You talking? Check Trump's Twitter, Blotto. Uh, ha! That's very funny. Oh, thank you. Because according to something that just popped up on my screen just moments ago, <laughs> Twitter has banned Trump again for the second time in three days, but this time permanently. Yay. Good riddance. Um, okay, so it's 3.06 to 2.32. So, anyone want to do the math in their head very quickly before? I, uh, seventy-four. I just said seventy-one. Oh, okay. So add ten to that, and Which you got eighty-four. There's this awesome clip of David Bowie uh, getting interviewed by this MTV, uh, I don't know, person, and just sort of like flipping on him and like grilling him as to why they don't allow why, why they don't have black artists in the daytime on their on their and just like every single time this guy tries to like like come up with like a political answer david bowie just rips it apart really it's 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 awesome so what was what, 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 i wonder what he was you know jonesing about that day uh, I mean, like I, why he chose to go down that path. That's cool. Yeah, it was, and it seemed like like the like the interview sort of like wrapped up more or less. And then he was like, "Okay, let me ask you a question." <laughs> and of course, and the guy was just like, like basically, the guy's argument was, "We need to appeal to the racists." And David Bowie just kept being like, "But no, you don't." <laughs> it was, uh, it's really good. Highly recommend. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, our our our, our sister, who we thought might be joining us. My sister, but she talks a lot about um, how uh, the the lack of airplay and support that female artists get, mm-hmm. um, and and it's like a real thing there too, you know. But you, you do get into the question of, you know, are you giving the people what they want, or do the people want what you give them, you know? So. Uh, but that's a that's a good topic for another day, and uh, would love to have her on for that topic. Of course, MTV yeah. remedied this by not showing any music videos at all. Yeah, you, you know, we wanted to talk about um, uh, sexism in the craft beer industry, and I cannot get Craft Last to reply to any of my um, requests. Wow, publicly called out. I wonder. I was wondering what happened with all that. I, I, I don't know. Maybe she just sees me as creepy stalker or something like that. But I, I would have figured, I would have at least gotten a reply. Maybe you ought to take a shot at it, Nobs. Oh, her and I talk daily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going out this weekend to visit her. Ah. Uh, um. 
which is why she's not going to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, she's busy. Conflicts and of interest, <laughs> professionalism and all. Uh, okay. Um, not much to talk about this week. No, nothing really. Although I, I know we got to kind of get started here. I, I, have you guys put any thought into what if what if politics gets really boring? Are we just going to focus more on beer? Um. Yes, I have thought about that. I, or, I figured we'd just be like a beer and cultural. Or what if it podcast. doesn't? Like, what if it beer doesn't and, get boring? Beer and music. I don't think politics will ever be boring for the future of America. Agreed. If politics get boring, that's bad. Not enough, not enough change is happening that needs to get done. That's when you guys need to start bringing down the hammer and asking questions. Oh, I, right? I, I, if, if I fully prepare boring, to do that, and I think that's going to be a under great, Biden. That's really bad. No, I think that's going to be a great topic in the next couple of weeks. Uh, right? I mean, what, what, what Joe and the Democrats do with the mandate—a word I really don't like—that they've been given. You know. Yeah. Okay, but let's talk about this week. Um, you know, we kind of thought in our pregame that. Probably the best way to approach the last, uh, you know, 72 or 96 hours is to kind of go sort of in chronological order uh, and kind of the events that led up to where we are today uh, with like, you know, possible impeachment or even some other remedy. Um, And uh, Nobs, you had mentioned in the pregame that you kind of you kind of thought that um, Tuesday's election and uh, the results of the two Democrats taking the um, the Republican seats uh, out of the Georgia Senate runoff kind of had a lot to do with the anger that was displayed on Wednesday, right? Is that kind of what you were saying? Yes. Um, let me kind of expand upon that a little bit, though, yeah. is for the last four or five years there's been a fire pit being built and gasoline being thrown on it and i think for sure the election was kind of a spark but georgia by all means was definitely adding more fuel to that fire until it just hit critical mass you know i i i agree and it was it was interesting to me when they were interviewing Trumpsters on Wednesday that they didn't care about the Georgia election. And and that wasn't on their mind during their rally turned into riot. Um, but I was kind of thinking, you know, kind of maybe either bullshit you're lying or maybe it is in a way that, you know, you, you you probably can't articulate because most of them can't count <laughs> but 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 certainly you you realize that you know you wanted Trump to overthrow the election um, because you were afraid of whatever kind of nonsense that had been you know poured into your brain from places like Breitbart and Newsmax um, and and so, you know, now it was even more 
important that Trump maintain his presidency uh, now that Congress was going to be wholly owned by the Democrats, by the socialists. So I, I, I do think it, it played into the anger that honestly, these morons felt. Honestly, I don't think so. I don't think that these people really care that much about Congress. And I don't think that because I don't think they're really that concerned with policy. I think that their basically only concern is that Trump remains president so that they can con- sort of continue their platform and like legit- be legitimized. I, I don't really I, think. I, I agree with really- semicolon. I think if they had their way, there would be no Congress or House. Well, well yeah, no, of course. I, I, I agree with that too if they had their way. But, you know, as as wrong as the Trumpsters are on so many levels regarding um, real world policies and politics, most of them are pretty well versed on politics. Like when you have a conversation with a Trumpster, you know, they're going to they're going to put their own warped sort of perspective. OK, their their detachment from reality on whatever the political topic is, but it's going to be done in a way that uh, in their mind makes sense. It's going to be, it's going to be regurgitated, you know, Fox news or Breitbart bullshit. I, 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 I do think they are fairly engaged politically as a part, as a, as a, as a group. I don't even say a party that gives them too much credit. So I, I think that they, they knew what the Senate falling to the Democrats really meant when they decided to rush the Capitol. I mean, I, I don't know that it wouldn't have happened without that. It, right? I mean, people, I'll say that it, it, the events of Wednesday still could have happened or were more likely or, or were just as likely to happen even without the Senate falling. But I think that there was no, a lot I, of- No, I agree. That's why, that's why I said Tuesday was throwing fuel onto the fire. Yeah. Because that was the last- little chance they had of control of the government two-thirds um, yeah um i guess that's really i mean yeah go, to your original statement that's a good way to put it i don't know i i, I kind of think you're you're not appreciating what uh semicolon just said because i honestly think due to the fact that they are a cult more than they are a political party that I think they could separate themselves easily from what went on in Georgia and all they cared about is the presidential election who gives a shit about the Senate I think a lot just, of these just because they don't they don't appreciate how important the numbers in the Senate are especially after the reign of the grim Reaper. I think what uh, semicolon said makes a lot of sense. No, yeah, no, it, it makes sense. I, I just, I just still think that they're more politically aware than, than, than just to say that they didn't care about it. But do you really think that they like identify? Like, do, does a does a Senate does a Republican Senate majority really matter that much to people? Sort of. Like, I think what they really want is, you know, sort of Trumpism and, you know, alt-right political beliefs legitimized and, like, Democrats having control of the Senate, Republicans having control of the Senate. That's 
the 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 Trump being president is winning and Trump not being president is losing and I don't really think that much else matters to them. I agree with everything you said, except for maybe the much else. But because remember what they really live in fear of. They live in fear of the the U.S. becoming something in their minds that, you know, Venezuela or whatever. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I just never want to give any any sort of quarter to to any of those theories. And, um, you know, I. I I think it, it has to play in the mind because, like I said, to, in my opinion, most are politically savvy. Okay. You know, they, they are. They, they, they really kind of know what's what's going on. They're, they're great at regurgitating the lies. So they're, they're, they're listening to the lies from somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know. Is there actually two parties here? Well... I get the Republican Party who does care about politics and the Senate and the Trumpster Party who only cares about Trump sucking on the orange asshole, as we've said in the past. I I don't really think that there are. um, I I think there's Republicans out there that want to continue, uh, um, you know, sort of propagating this notion that there's real Republicans out there that are the never Trumpers. Uh, and I, I think most of that stuff is just so inconsequential. For like, like, like reason, it, it doesn't matter. For whatever reason, liberal media seems completely obsessed with that idea, though. Yeah, they like, want it to got, be like, that MSNBC, way. you know, on just like ob- obsessed with the idea of like these like John Kasichs of the world that like are these like moderate Republicans, whatever that means. Yeah, no, no, they, they they really want it to be that way, and and again, that's another area where I I just won't I won't give an inch, you know, because they all voted for Trump, mm-hmm. you know. In in, yeah. in, in, in and what I was going to say is, I think there might be two parties out on the streets, but the same party in the voting booth. If that mm. makes any sense, it's deep. I don't know. I have to get back to you on processing that. <laughs> I agree. After a few days. Cindy Cohen says he agrees with that statement, so I'll go with what he says. All right. Uh, so, so then, okay, so the, the Senate, the, the Senate flips. Uh, pretty much everybody knew uh, by about uh, one o'clock Eastern time. So, the, you know, obviously the West Coast knew before, before you know they went to bed, that the Senate was going to flip. So then Wednesday is when the House. And the Senate joint session was, was going to certify the electoral votes from each state and and then uh, confirm Biden as the new president. Uh, and at the same time, uh, dumbass is, is giving a, a, a rally just down the road, right? Yep. Yep. Um, Did you guys watch any of that, his speech? I never watch any of it. No, I mean I know I probably should for podcasts, but I I, I can't stomach it. Fred, semi clips. All I saw was just the clips, the highlights of it. Basically, him giving the dog whistle command to head down the street and let's rock and roll. This is what you were standing by about. That's the part I saw. I ended up watching a good portion of it. it happened to occur during my lunch hour. <laughs> and 
it was absolutely insane. And like, if I wish it was the counter of like lies per minute, because it would just be nonstop going up, up, up. I think he lists off every single allegation for every state. You know, for the voter fraud. Was there a Festivus poll there? <laughs> no, no, Fred, there wasn't, but there the was grievance. a gallows. There the was grievance. a gallows built. There. Really? Yeah, I know. I, know yes. I saw that. I didn't see that. That's that's disgusting. Oh, yeah, they built the gallows. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't very well constructed. You could see that it was, you know, not you engineered really by anyone anybody, with intelligence. Right? But uh, it was there with full noose and all. Um, but, yeah, it was a very scary speech with a lot of hate filled to it and a lot of uh, arm waving reminiscent of another dictator. And yeah, uh, Fred, as you had mentioned, he did say, we're going to march on down to the Capitol and I will be there with you. He says. Yep. And he wanted, he encouraged them to use their strength and blah, but only, but only on people that didn't agree with him. Um, you notice that he said any Democrat and rhinos, no one that was on his side. Yeah, there's your targets, and there's where we're going. I think he included in his list of targets Pence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyone that was against him. Yeah, because I mean, I guess Pence was against him in the fact that Pence wasn't going to do something that he didn't have the power to do, <laughs> and and that Trump thought he did in some way that like I'm trying to think of a good analogy like. Like if I, maybe like if I'm playing cards, you know, and I've got like, you know, a, 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 you know, a pair of sevens and I put them down on the table and I'm like, aces. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> and the guy across says, no, 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 they're aces. I, I can do that. I win this. Wait a minute, boys. Got them. Or, or maybe, maybe a better analogy is my sevens beat, beat your full house. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a better analogy. I, I can do this, right? I, I, <laughs> and then just start, you know, scooping in the pot. <laughs> See how far <laughs> that gets me. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a bad analogy, but it's fun. Uh, but <laughs> um, That's all we care about here anyway. Yeah, not yeah, truth. Like, like, you know, or, or <laughs> here's another one. It's like in the Oscars when you open up the envelope and you just read a different name, right? <laughs> Who did that? What, what? That was uh, Miss America, and it was oh the... oh Steve Harvey. It also Steve happened Harvey. in the Oscars. But it happened in the Oscars an, too. It was yeah. It was the best movie, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, like Best Picture. <laughs> best Picture, not. So, so that's a better analogy. So, so, so Pence is going to open up the envelope and say the winner is Donald Trump. Oh, that is fantastic. Uh, that's the best analogy. Yeah, it's, uh, but I, and so then you know, since Pence doesn't do that, because Pence tried to give him a give give him an exit ramp. Pence said. Look, I can't do that, but I'll support the challenges, right? I don't know if he said he would support the challenges. I think he said, I don't have the power to do this. Don't allow it. No, no. I'm, I'm pretty sure he said he supported those Congress people that wanted to challenge the results. 
the objections. Yes. The objections, yes. But he, he said for the lawsuit that would give him the power to overturn the election, that he doesn't have that power, don't go through with it. Yeah. But that he would listen to the objections, yes. So what what so 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 Trump's got his rally, he's frothing up the mouth breathers. And Congress gets what? Like to the ARs? Arizona, though. Like, Arizona, <laughs> Arizona. Yeah, like, like they go alphabetically, and I think they, Alaska know, and then like Alaska, Alabama. Arkansas. Uh, I uh, they didn't get to Arkansas, right? <laughs> uh, no, they don't get to Arkansas. They get to Arizona, and and then there's the first objections. Lankford, middle of his speech. Uh, and uh, and then kind of the, the the shit hits the fan, right? Like the the, the mob out front breaches the first line of barrier that Capitol Police had set up, um, which I had heard referred to as basically the kind of barrier that you would have at a high school football game. Yeah. it look, You know what it looked like? They look like bike racks. Yeah. It's the, that style, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is going to hold back a bunch of frothing at the mouth, mouth-breathing maggots. I don't think so, but okay. I, I saw a photo of like a tug of war with one of those bike racks. Mm-hmm. You know, where like the police are on one side pulling it and the mobs <laughs> on the other side pulling it. And, you know, I mean, I guess at the moment you could be caught up in doing some shenanigans like that, you know, but, it, but, it, and I don't, we, we could kind of talk about this maybe as it unfolds, but there's all these, comparisons made as to you know what if these weren't maggots but you know these were blm supporters and you know would those police engage in a tug of war of that bike rack or would they just be pulling out their tasers batons and pistols and just putting an end to it right there like yes (laughs) it really was rhetorical but yes (laughs) absolutely and and so you know for the like I said the police to let the shenanigans goes on, go on um, was 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 sort of astounding right they almost seem complicit at times well at times they were and and I think that's coming out right at at times they were complicit there there's there there's photos of some of these police doing selfies or you know allowing the mobs to come in. Um, uh, you know, I've heard a story that someone asked a police officer where Schumer's office is, and he pointed like in the direction. I mean, we 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 know, and and it, and it has to be true. Like we we know there's a a a fairly large segment of law enforcement that has supported Trump and believe in 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 his version of law and order. So to to think that Capitol Police would be exempt of that would be foolish, right? So obviously, whatever that percentage is of police, and you know, one of the things that has really kind of changed my mind in, in terms of law enforcement over the years is, you know, I really wanted to believe that it was a small percent of bad apples. 
semicolon shaking his head over here. But the the more we learn, it it seems like you know that it's a much larger portion of bad apples, and 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 and, and again, I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but you know anybody who doesn't call out the bad apple is also a bad apple, even mm-hmm. if you feel like you're working on some you know higher moral ground. So um, you know that that's a that's a big issue. Um, we I'll just, say that I've seen a couple videos from that event and there was one where the capitol hill police almost seemed to open the barricades for this crowd to go through yeah no they absolutely to be fair there was about maybe five at most police and hundreds or thousands of terrorists that were filled with hate and to be honest i i'm not sure that i blame them Five people that against that many yeah. enraged people, like I'm not going to stand in their way either. Yeah, Even they're enraged my... because you know Kelly Loeffler lost. Yeah. Now <laughs> I have seen other videos to where it was a similar situation where it was a handful of Capitol Hill police against thousands, and they did try to hold back the barricades and threw punches and batons, and they called for backup, and they were overwhelmed and ran away. But why is so it only them? Yeah, it's almost like the people that did want to do their job were set up to fail. Mm-hmm. There was not enough security on that day. You can go back on any social media platform, especially Parlor, and see this has been planned for months. This is no surprise that this is going to happen today or Wednesday. Has Parlor banned Trump? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, no, no, there, there were. There, Social media was all full of it. There was also stories and reporting uh, about the potential. And if, if this is your job, if your job is capital security, you have to think about the what ifs. So you, you shouldn't even have to read Parler to say, OK, this mob might get out of control at some point And do we I mean, one of the things that that uh, good or bad and sometimes very bad the way that America often handles its problems is with like excessive force. That's, that's the way we do things, right? That's, it's the way we win wars. It's the way that we, you know, oppress people. It's shock and all. What was that? Shock and all. Yeah. That's the way we, so in this one instance, all of a sudden we decided to, you know, step up with a, uh, 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 kind a less of than equal, a less than equal show of force. When normally it's a matter of, ex, you know, the well above. You know, I mean, we we level potential, you know, possible meth houses with tanks. <laughs> like that's, you know, that's that, that that's the way that law enforcement works in the U.S. Yes, yeah, there was. Either gross incompetence or pure sabotage, is my opinion. Sabotage. Did you know the the, the Capitol Police Chief uh, has relied uh, has resigned? Right, the Sergeant of Arms for both the uh, House and the Senate. Um, they should have all been fired. Well, they I think, been, I think they were they were you resign or you're getting fired. Yeah. Situation. Oh, they should have fired them. 
(laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't have given them a choice because when you resign, you get your pensions and all that happy horse shit. But when you get fired, a lot of times it's more punitive. Mm. Maybe. But but I, I think that, you know, the questions have to be asked. Like, you know, why did you have such a meager show of force? I mean, do we do we want to buy into conspiracy theories, or do we want to buy into maybe a more practical that said, okay, these people weren't going to charge the capital? Like, we believe that conspiracy yeah. theories rely on like you know collusion and multiple people. I mean, like the theory here is that these people are basically supportive of this idea, which doesn't require a conspiracy theory. It doesn't require like a stand down from somebody else. I don't think you're buying into conspiracy. No, 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 no. I, I think you're missing think my point about a conspiracy. Sergeant of Arms is a is a Trumpster. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the conspiracy theory saying that other people told them that we don't want to have a show of force and we want this mob to be able to attack. I don't know the that. Capital. I mean, I don't. I don't. Really that, that's that's where I'm saying that the crazy conspiracy theory comes in. I don't. Okay. I don't. Maybe necessarily not crazy. Think that's crazy, but also I don't really think that that's required for to have sort of the same conclusions. Where like the question is whether or not these people, you know, sort of allowed this to happen. It doesn't require conspiracy. No, no, that, that, that doesn't that require conspiracy. I, I'm I'm with you on that. They they should have. They, Which they, I think definitely happened. I mean, definitely this right, was no, allowed no, to happen. The, where, what I'm saying is, what about the the idea? that they allowed it to happen. They deliberately allowed it to happen. They said, you know what? We want to have such a meager show of force because we want these folks to overrun the Capitol. That, to me, is another level of conspiracy theory. I mean, I think it's what happened. I, I, I don't even... I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't again, know I don't, that's But again, I don't, I don't think that it requires conspiracy for that to be the case. Well, it requires a theory. <laughs> I don't know. I think it requires just watching what happened. No, what what happened is what happened. I, I don't know. Now, Fred, weigh in. I don't, I don't know if I'm making my point or... You guys are talking circles around each other. What do you say? Yeah. I think at the, at the end of the day, there needs to be an investigation as to why there was such a poor presence when the vile hatred and this plan has been going on for months you know i, I don't I, I haven't like fact checked them but you know you you see these memes and photographs of you know how, how the capital was fortified during the last blm rally yeah mm-hmm. and you know there's you know a national guardsman you know they're not even socially distanced i mean they're they're practically standing on top of one another as they line the capital steps Let me ask you a question. Since you brought up that comparison of Black Lives Matter, I I saw a lot of footage. I don't recall seeing a single person of color in the overrun of the Capitol. Um, If you guys saw it, okay, but I didn't see a single one. Not a black guy, Mexican guy, <laughs> Asian guy. I, I didn't see any of that. I don't, I, I don't see color, Fred. I don't. I, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I saw. I saw a red, white, blue guy. I saw a furry guy. I saw, I saw a guy with horns. Oh, the Viking. Viking. The Viking. 
uh, no, I mean, no, Fred, to answer your question, no, I I didn't see that. I mean, there are people of color, obviously, that support, you know, dumbass. But, you know, are, are those the ones that decide, okay, you know, trying to disrupt our democratic process and have a violent coup are, are going to be a way to resolve their, their anger issues. I guess not. You know. but, but, okay. but I'm sure there was one person of color there. I, I, I'm sure that there was a minority in the whatever 3,000 people or whatever it was that Storm. We were saying like forty thousand. Yeah. Okay. Literally, just the. I. 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 I don't really think that there's even value in me saying this, but <laughs> the. 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 The head of the head, as in just like any the 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 meek organization that the Proud Boys have, is led by a Latino man. So yeah, there, there, there is that. But yeah, no, I. I see the rest of the day before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. I don't know. Anyway, well, I, I, I don't think it's important to the conversation. No, right? I, I agree. I, I, I mean, just, I would say, I mean, I think it goes beyond BLM and just the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that you've got people on the right storming a no. capital in which they don't really actually want any significant change I- involved in and police are there to protect well, no, the they, they, well. they want to overthrow the the, the process of the government. They do I mean, want to overthrow the process of yeah. the government. But like, it's not a protest. It's not, it's not a protest. It, it, was, it was an active, uh, it, was, it was active sedition. It was yes. an active sedition. It wasn't protest. And and, and, and it's very frustrating. What? I'm glad you brought that up because I see countless people saying, uh, it's so fucked oh, up. well, BLM burned cities all yeah. summer. No one said anything. Like, okay. Whatever. I'm not mad that Trumpsters gathered in D.C. I'm not even mad that they went past the barricades, to be honest. I'm not even so mad that they broke some windows. I'm pissed that this was led by the President of the United States, who encouraged them to do this on the day that they were counting the vote for the next president. They attacked democracy. They didn't attack a building. They attack the foundations of America. Yes. Yeah. No. So, no. No. No uh, doubt about it. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if they wanted to protest, just you know, continue the rally and protest, uh, uh, you know, s- states changing uh, uh, election laws to accommodate the COVID pandemic, that's one thing, right? I mean, that's sure, absolutely. You know, protest you, away. Yeah. I encourage you to do it. That's not what they were protesting, and 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 they keep blending this. They were protesting do, anything. Do, do, do you notice that the, the 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 people that keep supporting this, the Josh Hawleys and the Ted Cruzes, they keep trying to blend this idea that states didn't have the rights to change their electoral process, but and then they they kind of walk that right up to the line that says that created illegal votes but then they don't really ever bring any evidence that it created illegal votes or didn't count other votes. And, and, and like they do so often is they, they, they sort of take these, you know, different pieces and convolute them, you know? And, you know, if, if you want to, again, protest the idea that 
Pennsylvania said, you know what, the polls are going to stay open later or we're going to accept ballots later because the mail is slow or whatever, fine. But the courts had already resolved all those issues. And, 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 you know, that's, you know, Josh Hawley was, you know, always trying to walk this line that says, well, you know, there's these voting changes and irregularities that should not have taken place. And then when asked point blank, well, is any of this going to change the outcome of the election? And, and then he would get really, really mushy. So he, he kind of wanted to blend those two things because it doesn't change the election. Not even a perfect phone call to the secretary of state in Georgia. <laughs> Which is the election. election. <laughs> Did, did you watch his uh, press conference the next morning, the next day, on your lunch hour? In the morning? No, I don't think I did. Oh, it was beautiful. I mean, he, he, had, he had the perfect press conference. I mean, he, he went issue by issue on the allegations that have been made against him and his department and the, and the, and the votes of Georgia. Is this, is this Roffensperger you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. He, he, he just went issue by issue by issue. I think that was him because there's no, maybe not. And, and well, just there's, there was only Raffensperger and Germany who, quote, has a very nice name, end quote. The guy that, who's in that charge that of their elections. I don't think he's the Secretary of State. It's not Secretary oh. of State. That's, that's the wrong title, but it is Raffensperger, right? I don't know. But it was anyway. the person on the call. Was it the person on the call that was in the first yes. conference? Okay, that's Rothen something. Rothenberger. Yeah. Rothens. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, and just dismantled, just completely just dismantled all of the wacky conspiracy theories regarding the vote in Georgia. And 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 it's a, it's a shame that it has to come to that, right? Yeah. And then even Absolutely. then, you have the disingenuous, the the, the, the cognitive dissonance of people like Hawley and Cruz that still want to call it into question. Which, I mean, like, the, the, they, I, you know, I don't want to take blame off of the people that were actually sort of on the ground storming the Capitol and things like that because they're adults and should be able to, you know, should be held responsible to also just like detect the most obvious bullshit that has ever been expressed. But, like, you know, if, if, if you genuinely believe, that an election was stolen, then like it's it's like an, a proportionate response from their perspective, right? To storm a Capitol building. I mean, you think that you know, an an election was was actually like, you know, gotten through fraud, uh, and so you know the people that are actually telling these lies are by far the most in perpetuating these lies are by far the the, the primary people to be blamed. Um, I mean, again, right, like right, they, they, they're adults and should be some able to of them detect. really believe it. Some of them are instigators. Some of them just want a fascist autocratic government, right? Yes. Some and some really believe it. What if things had gotten going in the other direction? Like, what if what if a Republican House would have not accepted the electoral results of the states? What would have we done? Would have we charged the White House? I think it would be a proportionate response. I think it would be exactly what we should do. I think you would have done a podcast, <laughs> but I think I would have stormed the White House. <laughs> I want to say that 
first off, Blotto, that's a great question. It's something I ask myself all the time. It's if this was happening to me, how would I feel? Well, no, not just to you. If 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 we were really a hundred percent convinced that Biden had won the election, but yet our crooked government was going to flip it and keep Trump in office, and 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 Fred, I I, I know you're going to probably agree with me on this. In the last month since November six, right? So in the last two months, we have felt confident that Biden was going to be anointed, but not a hundred percent confident. There's always been a little doubt that some some fucked up shenanigans was going to happen, and Trump was going to stay in office. Like maybe a I felt that way. I still feel that way. Oh yeah, I, I don't feel confident until the twentieth when he puts that until hand on the, the Bible. Twentieth, I, I, I still feel that way. Okay, so so what would what, what would you do? Now, and we always claim the higher ground, like we're the righteous ones, right? We're we really know we have a sent, you know, we're grounded in reality, blah blah blah, right? But what would we do if that 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 you know that that crazy ass shit that Trump wanted to happen actually worked? I don't know. Nobs has cleaned my gun, so. <laughs> That, that, that is like actually what the idea is, I think, at that point. I mean, at that point, you are you are a failed state that has just had an autocratic, uh, you know, essentially, you know, coup that, it, that has taken over the government. It's like, you know, the the it, it's like the most grim reality that you can imagine. And it, 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 it is, it, 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 you know, the it, it requires. It, it would require, you know, the, 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 the gravest of actions, but like, and you know, you know, on the topic of like, oh, you know, like th- that, that's what, you know, they think. I don't necessarily entirely think that that's actually what a lot of those people believe. I think some of it, but also just like, you know, you, you can only operate on the information that you have is sort of the idea. It's just like where, you know, we think that we're grounded in reality. Well, I think you have to. Think we are, we are grounded in reality, and those people are. Doing <laughs> yeah, it. Don't start questioning. Right, exactly. But, you have to operate in the information that you have. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know how I would, how I would react. I know how I'd feel, right? But I don't know how I'd react. Like what I'd be saying. Come on, Sammy Cole, man, let's get on a bus and get our ass down there. Mm-hmm. You know. You, know, you, you still to, got your right? hockey helmet. You have to, right? <laughs> like what other? I, I, I don't know. You have to. I don't know. So. I, I I think you do have to, and that's kind of why I said earlier is I don't blame them for protesting. You know, at least protesting. Yes. So I blame them for not being able to te- detect you know extremely obvious bullshit, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, but but we're, we're adults we're, here. But we're looking past that one, right? right? So uh, assuming that, that that they fail to do that, then 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 their actions like make sense. Except, except honestly, I think even in your hypothetical, it's still different because there wasn't an election that transpired transpired and was lost, and then we're trying to change, right? In 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 the case in which Trump actually succeeds in overruling this election, so the evidence it's an will be on our with, side. Of course, the evidence is, evidence is on our side. That's the entire premise of this podcast. I thought the well, that was just a drink beer. Well, yeah. Okay, so so then if you completely switched around the, the events and 
and Trump wins, if, if and, 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 and we feel as though, you know, it, you know, d- Dominion was switching votes. Th- there's a different threshold of evidence yeah, that's required. Yeah. No, I, it, it, we, and that's a hypothetical that's just yeah, no, it, it, That's why I stopped. That's why I stopped. It, 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 at some point, the, the, it becomes too hypothetical. So if we were Trumpsters, right? Like the, the it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. the hypothetical. All best too, best too hypothetical. It is. But, but although... Uh, and, and you know we'll, we'll get back on our timeline of events here. Have, have you guys seen any stories? <laughs> speaking of crazy conspiracy theories, of uh, just how Mitch McConnell won his election? No, I haven't seen this. I don't think so. So there are some really, really oddball numbers, uh, and uh, I, I'll share a story with it. But to our our, our, our listeners, if you if you want to jump on a left wing conspiracy theory, you can you, you can go with this one. But there there's some really really oddball numbers uh, in his election, re-election. Uh, okay, so where does that leave us? Um, you, you know, they 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 stormed the building, and we're thinking, okay, there's 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 clearly capital police and security that are pre- trying to prevent the mob from getting in. But then there's a, another, you know, uh, segment of the law enforcement that seems to be complicit or pleased or, you know, part of the party. Right. Um, uh, but eventually I, I guess, I, I mean, you know, before help arrived, it just seemed to be wander around and do what you want, right? Pretty much. Yeah, you could sit at Pelosi's desk and read some emails or... That guy got arrested today. Yes, he so. did. Uh, That's sad. So the, there was the situation where uh, the, the woman, Ashley, got shot. Yeah. One of the things that, that, that I wrote on a Breitbart comment, uh, which I didn't really want to write, but, you know, taking lessons from the grassy troll, um, was she wouldn't have been shot if she just would have listened to police. <laughs> yeah, just comply. That's all. Yeah, All she does is have to comply. But, um, you know, we, we see it. it I, I, I sound like somebody already says we don't know all the circumstances but I lean towards the idea that it probably shouldn't have happened. Did you see the There's video. video of it? I, I, I read about the video. I read like a play-by-play by the video. I didn't click on the video. It's kind of weird that she's the one that gets shot because there's like three or four other maniacs trying to bust the door in. And when she gets shot, it seems like she's just, mouthing off or something compared to what these other guys were doing. I don't understand why they weren't shot because they were the one (laughs) trying to bash the door in and she just shows up when the window gets broken and she's mouthing off and she goes down. Now, now when the room they were trying to break into, there were legislators in that room, correct? Yeah. They were like 50 feet from the floor of the house. 
But at that time, it had not been moved to a secure location. Right. If you would have got past that door, you basically were could get into the house, the floor of the house, whatever they call it. So, you know, it, it, it kind of begs the question, you know, was that use of force appropriate? And, and, and uh, you know, I, I, I want to give, I, I want to be kind of consistent and think that it probably wasn't. I don't think that's you being consistent. I mean, when you're talking about police violence, that's egregious. You're not talking about somebody trying to break into, you know, the floor of the House of Representatives where legislators are. I mean, I don't think, you know, I think that's I, a false equivalence that you're sort of making in your head where it's just like, you know, I, you know all maybe I, need to be I, I just don't think that condemned. It's, it's, it's even in a rioting mob, I still have a hard time, uh, you know, justifying shooting unarmed citizens agreed that, that's where agreed. I struggle. agreed there i mean i i, I mean i just think yeah. that I, I, now maybe if you have the right is, force to begin with right if, if they have the if they, if, if, if they have the right numbers mm-hmm. of security then she doesn't get shot because yeah that guy who shot her right and, and i don't buy this as an excuse says i feel for either my life or the people that i'm protecting because this you know and maybe you're shooting to get people to back up I, I, you know. I don't. I don't disagree with you there. And basically, my point, my my only concern is that what you're saying, and when other people are, are are saying things like you're saying, is it draws that false equivalence between what she was doing and what, you know, uh, you know, when you know black people are shot at traffic stops, right? The the yeah. the yeah. there's there those things aren't aren't. You know, so, you know, you could make the argument that, you know, nobody, no, no citizen deserves to be shot in such a situation in which they're not actively attacking the police officer. And I would agree with that. Mostly. Definitely. But I just don't want that equivalence to be drawn between what happened there and what people are protesting at Black Lives Matter events. It's, it's simply an observation on my point. But I'm shocked there was no return fire. Once once the first bullet was shot, I am shocked that the Trumpsters did not fire back. Because you know a lot of them, or most of them, were packing uh, the heap. I don't know that a lot were, to be honest. I don't think, they, I don't, I don't think many of them were. I, I think they did a very good job of of making sure that, that, that these folks were not uh, carrying. It, it is illegal yeah. to carry in Washington, D.C., you know, there's that stupid uh, congresswoman that's trying to, you know, defy that. Um, but I, I, I think, thankfully, just you know, so thankfully, the the laws in D.C. prohibited uh, carry uh, on the Capitol grounds. Certainly, a lot of people did have weapons, but not not close to most, right? I, I don't even know that many people did. I mean, I, you, know, you see, it, it, it hasn't pictures of people with weapons. Um, I've not, so I really, did, yeah, um, because it's illegal. Yes, so it is storming the Capitol building. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, so not only are, is concealed carry illegal, even having unregistered ammo in DC is illegal. That's what uh, Enrique Tario got picked up with: high capacity magazines and ammo. Yeah, uh, it's 
they do not fuck around with that in DC. You, you know, it, and, and it's so funny because, you know, one of the whole premises uh, of the gun right nuts is that the world is safer when everyone's carrying a gun. Right. And, you know, had those folks been armed and, 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 and had they wanted to carry on like they do when they go, you know, up to Lansing and, you know, play army man up there. LARP. Huh? LARP. Um, LARPers. Um, and what is that? Live action role playing. You know, oh. people in parks with foam swords. Uh, so these people are LARPers. Uh, you know, who who knows how how, how bloody and awful Wednesday could have been. We talked on last podcast about Second Amendment, and you know I'm very pro Second Amendment, but I still side with the laws of DC. Right, which a lot of people, you know, that would say exactly what you just said would find extremely difficult to comprehend. Yeah. You know how you you would you would yeah no agreed agreed on I'm that. Okay, I'm okay with certain areas being strictly, you know, no guns allowed, and perhaps DC is one of those. Un, you know, unless Democrats were cheated out of election, but <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but 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 then we're bringing you know, twelve gauge shotguns. You know, uh, and you know, not AR. You can have a shotgun. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, and then okay, so she dies, and now what? There's four more deaths attributed to the riots. Yes, by my math. Um, One of whom tased himself in the balls and had a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, it wouldn't have happened if there wasn't a riot. So you got to attribute it. What'd you say, Fred? Multiple testy tasing. (laughs) He was trying to hide a taser down in his his shorts and uh, he made the wrong move. Couple, literally and he had a heart attack <laughs> so sorry uh an, another person got trampled while wearing a don't tread on me flag <laughs> god exists and he loves irony right i, I hope there's a photo <laughs> And what about there was the Capitol police officer who was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher? Uh-huh. Yep. I think that just happened. Uh, he died today. Uh, today. today. Uh, so I, 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 I kind of wanted to get into this, but I, I don't know if this is the, the right time. I, I thought maybe towards the end, but how complicit should the politicians be that stirred up this hornet's nest in, in the deaths, like legally complicit, not complicit in terms of their conscience or morality. I don't think the law will be able to tie them into it to that degree. So they they probably won't face any real charges, but they should resign and go away. Yeah, yeah. There's no, no, there's no question. We should. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, 
But I, you know, I've, I've, I've been arguing with, with someone who's not a Trumpster uh, by any means, but he's been just trying to say that, you know, that Trump should be arrested for the deaths of these people. And I, I, I just keep saying it's, it's, it's not going to happen. Inciting a riot is a very difficult thing to prove. You're not going to really get a prosecutor to, to do it. He did maintain plausible deniability, even throughout his like inciting comments. Plausible deniability is the reason that white people don't go to jail. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's, it's, it's infuriating. Um, and the, the law does allow for intent to be interpreted. Uh, and, and juries are often given that. But unfortunately, uh, when it's a white collar crime, plausible deniability seems to be your scapegoat just about every single time. And that's why we, we, we don't have uh, more uh, crimes against society uh, prosecuted in, in the U.S. Um, but that said, I, you know, if you really open that up, it, 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 it becomes problematic for a lot of different reasons. Um, and I've also just said that there's so many other things that you can throw Trump in jail for. Um, so, you know, why bother with something that's difficult, you know, just get them on tax fraud and throw away the key. Susie Capone? Yes. (laughs) Sounds good to me. You're on board with that, Fred? I would like to see that fucker get thrown in jail for jaywalking just to fucking say they did it. Um... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so, so he, he gives us, he gave, he gave a speech on Wednesday night, right? Do we want to break for beer too, real here? This is like a good transition point. Sure. I, I, I know Sammy's done. I'm almost done. I've been done. This actually went down pretty smooth. Sammy's in the for me column. Yep. I'm going to go in the meh. I kind of liked it and I might actually go for me hey you know like we can we can, it's, it's a sliding scale now so i can kind yeah. of put you in the middle yeah put me at no put me at a low for me that's what i mean Not in the middle between for me and meh i like that okay me too same same yeah i kind of liked it but it just it didn't deliver on what they advertised but it but, was but it was still a good beer yeah yeah all right all right. Well, for the cause. I guess the question is, what do we got for beer two, gents? All right. Let's. Uh, I'm just gonna stick my head in the the beer trough here and see what we got. Ah, it is a Black Rocks My Kiss IPA. I am so confused by this label. I am too. I know it's supposed to be fish oriented. I see a trout on it. My it kids? No, fish oriented. <laughs> well, it is. It, it, it it's is. salmon skin. They got a salmon down on the bottom. Yeah, no, no, no. There's, there's, yeah, it's supposed to represent salmon, but then what's the my kiss? Are we saying it wrong? Micus? Is there a salmon called a micus? I don't know. Maybe. 
Whatever. Whatever. It's a well-hopped, bright, yes. bold. Okay, so it makes a lot more sense now. Yes, it's a, not a micus is a rainbow trout. Oh, okay. So maybe it's not pronounced micus. It's pronounced micus. It's still not a fan of the marketing, but that doesn't matter. It's a succulent American IPA, Indian Pale Ale. A well-hopped, bright, bold. And let's see, any stats on this thing? Yeah, 7.4, I think I read. 7.5. Another, another decent one. Um, yeah, 7.5. Seven, seven, so no kissing your sister here. And Mike kiss. After the 8. Yeah. No, no, no Mike kiss your sister. Um, <laughs> that sounds nasty. Why is there not a standardization of ABV on labels? Someone's got to take charge of that. It's it's Sammy. it's wine, really. That's the that's that's the worst. It's trying to kill people. Um, like you could be you, 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 drinking some wine could be anywhere from like five to twenty five. Dangerous. You know, for for some craft beer, it's a, it's a badge. But if you think about like distilled spirits, then it's almost like like right in your face. Like they tell you what the proof is, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's usually part of the entire uh, branding of that particular bottle. Um, so let's see here. It's very fragrant with grapefruit. So you're probably going to hate it. Eh, it depends on how grapefruity. It's definitely grapefruity. It, it does say, you know, well hopped. So we'll, we'll see. Um, it's a nice. It's a nice color. It's a beautiful color. Good looking beer. Poured a decent head. Yeah, it poured a decent head for for both myself and semi. Yeah. Uh, but boy, you're right, man. It's uh, really, really grapefruity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit me right in the face. I don't, you know. And to drink it. It's not far behind. <laughs> uh, it's got to be. I, I I do like how they 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 mentioned uh, you want to uh, a recommendation here to buy within four months of date on bottom. Uh, so they've got like a fresh date here. Um, but it's weird when I I don't know on the on, on what you see in the bottom of your can, Fred, but in the bottom of my can it says denial and error. Mine says, he's a real fly guy. Real spout like fishing. So they're, okay, so they put little sayings on the box. What does your say? Denial and error. Interesting. And what does your say again, Fred? He's a real fly guy. So what does denial and error mean? I don't know. The morning after drinking some Micus IPA. Hey, uh, uh, Sammy, you, um, I heard you talking to somebody uh, last night about Black Rock Brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there's, there, there's kind of a friendly rivalry, would you say, between Black Rock and, and uh, KBC? Uh, so sort of, except the, so the not really, may, maybe in the eyes of KBC, but not in the eyes of 
Black Rocks really. It's kind of like Black Rocks is is better and tries to be more competitive with their marketing and basically everything about their brand. KBC is run by like retirees who so don't really is, care. Is KBC like little brother? I mean, not, not. I don't even know if it's 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 little brother because I think Black Rocks is much more. I mean, if they're thinking about competition, like other Marquette breweries versus like KBC up in Houghton. I do have a joke though. Uh, people, which I don't know if you guys would. I don't know. Well, I'll get. I'll, well, people in people in Houghton go to Marquette for Black Rocks, and people in Marquette go to Houghton for Black Rocks. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, I've got this weird, like. Floating. Do you see this thing, Sammy? Yeah, I see what you're talking there, about. There's like a there's like a haze that's that like breaks that that yeah has separated within the port. Actually, look at that. I'm not with against the light. There's all kinds of things going mm-hmm. on in there. Wow, that's dangerous. What you doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Putting it over my keyboard like precariously with two fingers. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, before we get into these beers, uh, Nobs, you were unable to obtain a My Kiss. Yeah, which is really unfortunate because I really love Black Rocks. It's a great brewery. But I did uh, actually shout out to Fred and Mrs. Fred. Actually, uh, they were, g- gave me a little gift from Dragon Mead Brewery. Uh, a half growler, I think we'll call it. It's 32 ounces. Of under the kilt, and I just cracked the seal on this bad lad, and I think I'm going to partake in this tonight. We've All had right. this on the show before, and I love Dragon Mead, and uh, yeah, seven point eight, I think it comes in at. Nice. Yeah, so, no, that's solid. I, uh, I, so I thank just, you, Fred. Merry Christmas. I was just discussing uh, Dragon Mead beer with somebody the other day about uh, Holy Smoke and, and how much I enjoy that. Um, and uh, I don't think I've ever seen it canned or bottled. We've had it bottled on the show. We had Holy Smoke? Oh, Holy Smoke. No, I'm sorry. I thought you meant in general Dragon Mead. No, I don't even know. I don't know Holy Smoke. Sorry. It, it's a it's a smoked beer, and uh, I, I find them really delicious. I've had like two of them, uh, and Dragon Mead is the only one that comes to mind. I don't remember seeing that on the beer menu when we got this beer. Yeah. No. Holy it, smoke, eh? Uh, a, a smoked beer, is, it, it, if it's done right, it's kind of unique and, and, to me, very tasty. Hmm. No. Um, okay, so who wants to go first here? Um, you know, I've taken a couple sips, but uh, I'm not sure I'm ready yet. I like it. I, uh, I I I think the taste matches the smell, <laughs> the aroma. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I don't think it's offensive. You might though. Well, I I don't think it's offensive, but I'm not. I, it, it smells much more grapefruity than it tastes to me. I I get some other citrus flavors in there. You know, it tastes like, like fish. Like, tastes. Like- it tastes like trout. No, I, I mean, I, 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 there, there seems to be like some orange in there or maybe some lemon, not just grapefruit. I have uh, had it before, but I think it's excellent. You've had this before. Mm-hmm. 
course. Context of, of pick sixes. I actually didn't know. Like, I, I, I don't know how long this has been on the market. I would have thought it was newer. Because I've I not seen it before. This one before. What was that, Fred? I hadn't seen it before either. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, b- before we get back on topic, you know, we were having this discussion about David Bowie's 1984 and um, whether or not it's a, uh, a, a a playoff of Orwell's 1984. And, and, and you know, to some of point, how, how could it not be, right? And, and I still don't understand how this is a conversation. Okay, but here's, here's, here, here's, here's where it is, okay? Um, Rolling Stone's review... Says flashback David Bowie's failed attempt <laughs> to adapt 1984. So maybe that speaks to why I don't think it's it, it, it relates to 1984 because it's a failed attempt to relate back to 1984. None of okay, okay, I, I, none of that really is relevant to me because I think that the, it, it, you're talking about a piece of media which is about a dystopian future that has shares the title with one of the most famous the most iconic and famous dystopian novels of all time. I don't, I, the, I, I failed to see like the, hi, huh, I wonder if this is a reference here or even not a reference, but an adaptation or a anything. I, I'm not saying he did a good job with the song. I, I've not really uh, uh, analyzed the lyrics to that depth. Maybe he missed the point or something, but. Uh, well, that's because I knew the lyrics and that's why I said, yeah, I, I I, I've never thought the lyrics related very well to the song. He just picked a year when he was thinking about his dystopian novel. Uh, <laughs> he just, he just, just you, picked you know, a year. I don't know. Um, or a song, rather. Uh, the subtitle of the article by Rolling Stone says, The Writer's Wife Shot Down the 1974 Idea. So whoever was married to Bowie at the time thought, yeah, doing a play off of 1984 is a bad idea, especially if you go with those lyrics. <laughs> and and it's actually uh, it's actually the the connection to the book goes be beyond just the title track of 1984 uh, which i do find kind of interesting and that is the diamond dogs album um which i enjoy very much so i, I it's the entire album and, and and so i will look at the entire album differently than than just that one one track um um i, I guess on the topic of 1984 i i had uh, I I had the displeasure of watching this. Um, it was it was some uh, conservatives talking about 1984 and trying to relate it to like American like 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 you know like the, the liberal like state and how they're just oppressed by the left. But like they they had to like do these like insane mental gymnastics because of course you know we we live in a country and practically the entire you know Western world is dominated by conservatism and capitalism more specifically, but they both really, but the people talking about it really liked those things. And so then what they had to do was they had to do these like gymnastics where they tried to explain 1984 as a description of oppression from the bottom, right? From, 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 you know, the, 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 like they, they couldn't discuss 1984 from like any sort of uh, systemic, uh, it, it was it was really really weird watching them try to you know describe 1984 as not like an author authoritarian far right you know dystopian 
novel, but instead, you know, oppression from the left. Very odd. But hmm. just just how people can warp media that they hear to fit their worldview. Interpreting 1984 is describing, you know, oppression not from the state, but, but from but from but from the underglass of society. Um, all right. Anything else before we catch back up on our timeline of the events of this week? Nope. <laughs> Fred, are you with us? I'm with you. Did anyone take a note of where we kind of left off? Yeah, last we left off, the uh, riot was happening, and then it oh, kind of Trump's went speech. off, and then Trump made a speech. Uh, with some real gems in it, right? Uh, I only caught little pieces of this, mostly just uh, text. I didn't actually see the speech. But things like, we love you. Hmm? <laughs> right? Go home. We love you. You're special. You're special. It's kind of like the the letters he wrote to Kim Jong Un. <laughs> I don't know what you've been reading. And it was very timely too. It only took him like three or four hours to come out with this speech, and people wanted him to call off the dogs, and he just could not find it in himself to do it. But he did make a king. Kim Jong will love letter out of it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess we're just not surprised, and it's you know, it, it's good people on both sides moment, right? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Just thinking about him saying calling them special, I just think that that speaks very, very directly to what conspiracy theorists. And, you know, part of the motivation about thinking about about believing in conspiracy theories, right, where like, say, like an anti-vaxxer, part of what they want to believe is that, you know, they're woke and they understand the world and they are special. And, you know, hey, literally just describing them as special, telling them exactly what they what, already think and want to hear. What what was that, that, that new word that we learned last night? Oh, it fits in. Gnosticism. What? Gnosticism. Gnosticism. I want to make sure that's right. So whatever the word is, and and he's checking, it's the belief that you just know. So like despite facts, you really know what the truth is. It's just that you 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 in Gnosticism. Gnosticism. G N O S T I. Gnosticism. C I S M. That that'll help me remember it with Gnosticism. Mm -hmm. Because I you know okay I'm not gonna remember. But anyway, it came up in a conversation last night, and uh, uh, I think it, it, it perfectly describes what you just said. Yeah, I mean, that's what that was sort of Lauren's response to what I just said, because I said the same thing last night. We're just like, the, 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 belief, the, the just knowing things, you don't need evidence or sort of like facts or research or understanding, and new information is irrelevant to you, because you just know you 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 just know they just know and, that and the so, election and was so, stolen. So and so when Trump, Trump calls win. them special, that reinforces that gnosticism, mm-hmm. right? Because they know they're in the know, uh, and and the rest of us, you know, um, 
are just you know fooled by the MSM. So there'll be a quiz on Gnosticism uh, on next week's episode. Who came up with that term, anyways? Uh, 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 my sister did. I mean, she didn't come up with it, but she, well, I, she didn't coin it, right? <laughs> but uh, she she introduced us to it. Yeah, she and, she had, and, and, and she had just learned it. She was she was relating a story about how she had just learned of this word, and um, I guess it's uh, uh, kind of archaic, is what I think she said. Good vocab word, though. Yeah, Gnosticism. The G, <laughs> G to the Nast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and this is not the first time that Trump has done this, right? Like he, 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 he comes out with really what he believes, and then that doesn't go over and play very well. And then you know, somehow or another, some people kind of, you know, you know, put him in a corner, and then he tries to backtrack in the most you know, um, transparent way, right? Which really he should stop. He shouldn't even do that because he should just, you know, it rely, rely on the precedence of, of Gnosticism and just trust that his supporters will just take what he said and just know it because it works. It, it shouldn't it, even bother. And, and this is where I always get caught up with, you know, the the, the politicians around Trump, right? Like, did they really feel like they are in the know? It's always this question. Are they just along for the ride and they know better and they just want to be a part of his base? Or are they really that stupid and somehow they've risen to the level of becoming a U.S. senator? I think they're just opportunists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you think they know better? Oh, yeah, they know. They're not. They know they don't care. They're, they're, they're not, not they're, they're yeah. not contributing a million dollars towards his defense his his legal fund and if they are it's to say that they did to their supporters who actually do believe uh, I what think they probably, do is they have a fundraiser for two million and give Trump's defense one million that's what they would do because <laughs> that's their bet <laughs> because okay so, so so the riots happen. And and DC shuts down, but then Congress convenes. Uh, and s- some Republicans try and move the ball forward here in a way to uh, say the, the the riots are ineffective, and now we're just going to go ahead and finish this up and uh, announce Biden as the winner. But that doesn't really happen, then, does it? Which part? That everyone just, everyone just falls in line and 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 uh, certifies the state's electoral votes. No, not everyone. But a lot um, of them. I mean, see, I, I I watched when they reconvened, and uh, I know Lankford from Oklahoma. At his speech was interrupted mid-speech by the word to evacuate. And he even said, like, I was up here about to object, and now I'm not. And I'm paraphrasing here, of course. So, Which, which clearly demonstrates that he actually didn't believe that he should object in the first place based on, like, reality. Okay, right? so what is worse? It's, I the, mean, guys that, the, 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 the guys that acquiesced and said, oh, yeah, yeah, never mind, just kidding. It, it, it sounded good at the time. Or, or the Josh Hollies and Ted Cruz's of the world that say, 
no, no. These the, the, these people that that ransacked the Capitol, they have a point. Some are, which was worse. I don't think that worse. Some are committing to sort of playing up the fact that they're just fools, and then others are just admitting to being liars. I mean, what what, what is worth worse? You know, the the con or the con man a lot of the time. But I mean, like, they all know. They all know. But like some of them are 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 still committing to 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 the initial like lie, and then others are just admitting that they're. Well, liars. You always got to look at motivation, right? I, I mean, it probably um, depends on their constituents what they do. Well, and and, and what's motivating them? I mean, Holly and Cruz are clearly just you know overly ambitious, right? They're 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 trying to corral Trump's base to use for their presidential runs. Bottle, to answer your question, in my opinion, the Holly and Cruises are much worse. Uh, the ones that, that are are, are going to stick with it and damned who gets hurt. Yes, the ones who will sit by sedition and then still support it afterwards. Absolutely, they are worse. Yeah. The, the Langfords and the Lefflers who... Yeah, they're bad, don't get me wrong, but if they can look back and say... <laughs> yeah, we're not giving anybody a pass. Yeah, no, and even the old fuck Pence and fuck Mitchell too, McConnell. But uh, no, if he can sit back and say, "Hey, no, this is too far. This is too much," I will give them at least a little piece of credit for that. I, I don't want I, credit is too strong a word. Anyway, as as much as I hate McConnell, you know, M- McConnell. All he ever said, basically, about the election fraud or the, you know, stealing of the election or whatever, was that Trump has the right to exhaust his legal means. That, that's, you know, um, so he's smart enough to know. Like, that's a case where he's definitely smart enough to know that there's no there there. Question, Knobs. Do you think that there's... Any chance that, and and you could give separate answers for each of these people, but I and I, I actually I, I'm I think okay. Do you think that there's any chance that Holly or Cruz actually believe that the election was fraudulent? No. Okay, I agree. For both. No, I, I and I think I, I think that I think that you you won me over with your with your argument that that that, that they are definitely worse. Okay. Yeah. No. They they're they're sucking up to whatever Trumpster base that they have in their districts. They're just calculating and yeah. trying to position themselves for twenty twenty four. Okay. Let, 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 let me play devil's advocate here. But for the record, I agree with what you said. But let me just take a counterpoint. Why do we assume that they know better? Because they have achieved that level of success in their life because because they, they've gone to Ivy League schools? Why, why do we assume that they don't live under the same hatred and fear that the maggots do? Quite frankly, it does, I think it does take some amount. Of, I mean, like, you know, to, to do their homework, they had to look at evidence and to sign out arguments, right? I, I show evidence all day long to Trumpsters, all day long. You, you, you like to think that their Harvard professors would fail them, though. If, if 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 they didn't, you know, come to the correct conclusions based on evidence and information, 
you would you would like to believe so. I mean, there's a lot of college graduates out there that college again, graduates and things that aren't political science. But 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 whatever it might be, you know, uh, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, critical thought, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you would expect that anyone has to go through some level of critical thought. And the vast majority of people that go through higher education um, uh, do seem to possess, and the numbers kind of prove it out, you know, that level of critical thought, but not everyone that does. I, I mean, and, I go to an entire school populated by, I, I mean, it struggles to call them intelligent, but, you know, highly intelligent engineers that, you know, are, you know, academically, you know, extremely proficient that are, you know, hateful Trump supporters. That's what I mean. I, 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 I go to a school full of it. That, that's what it's, I it mean. Is, it, it is remarkable. And, I, they, and they, they are serious in their, although actually, I would say my generation Trump supporters, my generation engineer, STEM about to, you know, going to med school Trump supporters, as I can think of the three off the top of my head, um, they're so in it for the trolling. It's actually more it's disgusting. Fun for them. It's so dis- yes. It's fun it's for them fun to be a for them. It, It's fun for them to drive around in pickup trucks and annoy people. The, the, I get every every for for like a solid two weeks. Every single day, there was a parade down College Ave of lifted pickup trucks that would honk and go around in circles for hours at my school. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> but 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 again. The, There's the mix, and and that's why I'm just saying, why do we find it so incredible, you know, out of the realm of possibility that Cruz and Holly, and I I agree with you guys, I really do. I I, I do believe that they're, um, you know, that their ambitions are are transparent and that they are just trying to take advantage of people uh, less educated than them. but I'm going to put it in the 60-40 category that 40% of me says maybe not. Maybe they are that misguided. And, 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 and that's one example. I mean, look at a guy like David Perdue, the guy that lost, just as one example, I don't, you know, the, the guy that, that, that lost the race in Georgia. I will guarantee you he believes all that shit. Hmm. Um. I don't know. We, we, I'm not we, sure. I'm we, sure. We, we just want to okay, the the um, the power of fear because that's what all this is built upon. Fear, which then creates hatred. You know. Hey, 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 Fred. Look, look at the thing that our our Trumpster friend on Facebook wrote yesterday. I think it was. He copied and pasted it, right? I did you see it? I. Got rid of those people. So, so he he wrote this thing, and, and basically what it was was, in in his opinion, why Biden is worse. Okay. So it, it, it wasn't about the actions of Trump inciting riots and people, you know, defecating in the Capitol building, uh, and uh, you know some bizarre definition of patriotism. It basically was now I'm going to release this that says 
Biden is unfit for office, which is why I support Trump. <laughs> Based on? Oh, he's a pedophile. Oh, I mean, like you know, to smell children. It's whatever, right? It doesn't. It doesn't matter what it's based on, okay? And um, I mean, I told him. I said, "Yeah, really, I could, I, I could shred every sentence of this if I really had the inclination to do." I don't miss him, but, but, <laughs> but, 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 uh, my, 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 my point about that is, his political ideology is based on the fear. It's it's. They might love Trump, but so many Trumpsters are more fearful of what they see as being, you know, the 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 the, the, the crap that Fox News has, uh, and 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 Rush Limbaugh, feminazis, and you know, socialists and communism and all of that stuff. That's what that's really what we're fighting against. You know, I, I heard on Parler today and also on 4chan, they were talking about how they've turned on Trump after his second speech. Yes. Well, that that's because it's it's like a, a concession speech. Okay. So well, the closest we'll get to one. But, well, what, but what I thought would happen is I thought they would excuse it as, okay, He's doing it for politics. He has to do it. We know what he really means. He really still loves us, and he really still wants us to overthrow this election and be his henchmen. That's what I thought would come out of that, and there's probably some of it. But what I heard— I call it his chicken shit speech because I think what he's been told is that because of what you did to incite this riot on Wednesday, (laughs) you are facing— legal peril possibly from it yeah, no no I'm, I'm talking about the way his constituents are viewing that speech not the reasons he did it oh, okay so so i i i thought they were going to give him a pass as they have over and over and over again i i think that a cursory look at those sites can be extremely deceiving considering how much like even like left wing trolling of yeah. things of things like saying like okay. like like you know Trump is completely correct. Like, okay. like no no no. The, so, so doesn't regardless of the anecdotal information that I heard or we look at, what do what do we think is the Trumpster's impression of his 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 re- recorded uh, practice tele teleprompter speech? that looked like he was, you know, a hostage, you know, about ready to be beheaded unless he said these things. Like, what what do you think the, the, the Trumpster viewpoint of that speech was? I think most Trumpsters believed that he actually was just saying that because that's what he needed to say and he was actually just winking so at that's them. what I said. That's what my point was, too. Right. I, I think that that's what, that's what I was expecting most of them to say. But I, I didn't expect most of them to turn on. Let, 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 like, let me just, like, on, like, places like Parler and 4chan, people on the left and also just, you know, People who enjoy watching people squirm going on Fortune and Parlor say making posts like, see, he turned on you, he abandoned you, you know, and then they're, you know, like and getting people riled up like that is, is minimal compared to the majority of people which just look at that as a wink and a nod. That it gets, you know, it it gets lots of, you know, 
clicks on on I don't I don't really right. know no, how it, it works. it's fun to say it, yeah, uh, it's fun to point out the ones that are lots that of now turned on Trump right but I, but but you know your analysis is, is is as anecdotal as the one that says that they're turning also, on Trump. okay so also I would almost go so far as to say talk, start talking about the, the the 4chan <laughs> the 4chan the parlor people okay that that's that's where you start to get into the, to more like actual calculating fascists who know what they're doing and are perfectly are actually would turn on Trump and don't really particularly care about him because they just want fascism versus like I think the average Trump supporter who's just ignorant and scared and fearful that and that that's who the fascists prey on to turn over to their side and not you know is this a 1984 reference no <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it Yes, sure, it is. Or maybe it's a, a, a Animal Farm reference. Mm-hmm. Both of those. He just, see, he just sees himself as David Bowie. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> it's a really who 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 semicolon or, or yeah, somebody? Yeah, else. yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I think he's more Brian Eno. That's I'm. That's that's really funny. Why? I just. I, Nothing. Okay. I like that. I much prefer the Brian Eno. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you're not much glam. Um, <laughs> anyway, I don't know, Fred. You, you, you've been kind of silent on, on on this end of the topic. What do you think? What, what do you? What do you? What do you? Do you think the Trumpsters are capable of turning on Trump? Uh, probably not initially, but. Over time, probably. I mean, when he gives that speech and he's like, you know, you don't represent us. Wink and a nod. I mean, do we have to put ourselves in their shoes, right? Do we have to? We, do we have to be a Trumpster, and now, okay, he says, you know, that you don't represent us. Am I going to take my torch and pitchfork and go home, sad and moping? <laughs> <laughs> Or am I going to be emboldened and say, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know what he's doing. He's playing three-dimensional chess again. <laughs> I got this. Blotto, when he says that, he's talking to the Antifa that dressed up mm-hmm. as Trump supporters that caused the riots. <laughs> exactly. Don't you know? Right. No, exactly. Yeah. You know what you got to really think about? is how much these people have invested in flags. <laughs> That's what it really boils down to. You, you know, I had to run down to Ohio today, of all places. And, and uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And while driving back today, I, I came across a Trump trailer. No. Like, yeah, like one of these, you know, like there's the the one up here in 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 Southeast Michigan that we see driving around. Th- this one was as good as, maybe even a little better. Had a Statue on, of Liberty on it. Um, on seventy five. No, on on Route Two. Oh, east west. Yeah, yeah. I was on I was on Route Two, and uh, I uh, it it. It, it passed me as I was uh, entering, and I, I I couldn't quite catch up to it. And, um, but I kept thinking, "What? Where are you going? And what are you doing now?" You know. 
<laughs> he's got the GD trailer. He's going to drive it around. That's what it comes down to. Well, there was uh, uh, two cars in, at least two cars in his convoy. So He had a convoy. Well, you could tell because they had taken some sort of um, like representation of the flag and wrapped their hoods in it. So their car hoods were a flag. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's uh, great! Both on the on, on the on, on the dually that was pulling this mammoth trailer, and then there was a pickup truck behind him, and then there was like a little little sedan behind that, and they all had their uh, hoods uh, wrapped in a flag. <laughs> what are they going to do with all this stuff? I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I have a Dukakis button, just a button. <laughs> you can't let it go, though. I can't. I can't let it go. But these people have like they gave up their four hundred one ks to buy flags, and you know that's what they got. <laughs> All made in China. All Ooh. made in China. What? <laughs> 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 Uh, I, I hope your Dukakis button is, is the one with him in the tank. <laughs> no, there's no picture on it. No. I do have a Dukakis Because that's button. the only one worth having is him driving the tank. <laughs> he's he's strong on national defense. Look mm. at him. He's driving a tank. <laughs> Just look at him. It, 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 for you, if you don't know, semicolon, it's, it, it really was kind of the end of his opportunity to be president was him driving the tank because it was ridiculous mm-hmm. it, just, it was like you know such a level of pandering it 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 it, it didn't endear himself to the left and a laughing stock mm-hmm. of both the left and the right the you know just on the topic of just like buying like merch and, and flags and the amount that pe- these people have put into this i mean again like for for, for two weeks at least, and still, I mean, still to this day, can, fairly consistently, up up in, in Houghton, Michigan, of all places, in which there's only so many people, every single day they would organize on Facebook, um, a a Trump parade, wherein they, I mean, the cars were decked out in Trump stuff, and for, for a solid two hours, they would drive up and down College Ave, with their just pressing down the horn and just trying to make it as annoying as possible for me to do my homework in my room. <laughs> like, and like the, the commitment, the commitment was unreal. It's, it's remarkable. That's How- the cult part. Oh I, yeah. I, I think the cult is real. Like, like actual, like full car wraps were not uncommon. Full, full truck wraps yeah. for these people. Just, just there were Trump everything. It's, it's, it's remarkable. I, I don't understand how every single day at two o'clock they could just go and do this. Well, I, I mean, Very one, of the thoughts, one of the thoughts that I, that I had w- when I saw the Trump trailer is, of course, there'll be no Biden trailers. Mm-hmm. Of course. Oh. I, I, I mean, just how look, look how ridiculous that would look. Someone driving around with, you know, big letters spelling out Biden and uh, I, Marquette has a has a Trump store. Uh, an entire store dedicated to Trump merch. What will they do? What will the store in Marquette do? 
Um, now that Trump has lost the election, and they, there, they, there, there's there's two of them up towards Caseville. No, no, I mean, like, I I know what you're talking about with that yeah, gas station. The gas station. No, I'm yeah. talking about a store yeah, that opened only, up yeah, with the purpose. It says, you know, Trump merch store on the front or something. Yeah. To to sell Trump stuff in Marquette, R- strange behavior. Um. So okay, we're 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 sort of on the aftermath now, right? I mean, hopefully. The, <laughs> the what's that? I said, hopefully. hopefully, I know. I heard the uh, you know the 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 capital is 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 kind of getting back to normal, but there's a lot of outrage, and rightfully so. So where does this go from here? Like, what is the appropriate response? Resignation really ought to be the proper response, but of course we're not going to get that out of the Cheeto. I mean, I, even though that would be his smartest move, uh, he could you. resign and, and then Pence would give him the Uber pardon. I'll think I think that's the best case scenario for him. I think well, Pence is done. Okay. I think there's two things there. Uh, one is, yeah, I'm not sure Pence would do it, but he probably would. But I also, I, I'm I'm not convinced yet that, that the Uber pardon holds up. I'm I'm not con- convinced oh. that preemptive pardons will will hold up. The the only reason, in my opinion, that they might hold up is because prosecutors will not want to challenge them. They will not want to take them in front of the courts. And if that's the well, case, then I'm going to really, really be pissed off at the DOJ under Biden, like really pissed. Well, Gerald Ford kind of gave Nixon an Uber pardon, but it was never challenged in court. And it probably would have got shot down, but it never went there. It, it, it really it wasn't. It, 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 in some ways, it was an Uber pardon, but mostly it was just an agreement. If you resign, we're not going to impeach you and we're not going to prosecute you. So, you know, then he pardoned him kind of after. But the, uh, Which isn't the, preemptive, huh? Which is it was not preemptive though the pardon. It, it wasn't really preemptive, per se, because it, like I said, there was an agreement that was made by the powers to be at the time that said if you resign, we're good. So I, I mean, every situation has its own nuances and differences. Um, you know, I, I think a preemptive pardon for someone like Trump when you don't have an attached crime to it. Because at least at least with Nixon, okay, yeah, maybe he wasn't prosecuted, but there was an attached crime. You know, if, if Trump wants to, if, 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 if Pence wanted to say, I'm going to give you a pardon against obstruction of justice from the Mueller report. Times 10. Correct. Then, then maybe, maybe that holds some some water, but I just, just the idea of I'm going to give you a pardon against any and all future prosecutions. That makes um, zero sense. I, I don't, I actually don't see it happening. I, I really don't. I, I'm, I'm bad at predicting. <laughs> no, I think you're right on though. And his kids, he's going to try and do the same thing with them. Give them this preemptive BS pardon. Okay, fine. 
if charges come, I, I think they're going to find themselves woefully in trouble. Um, yeah, un, un, unless prosecutors just don't want to deal with that part of it and shame on them, you know. In my opinion, there needs to be repercussions for this. Of there course are there needs to be. There are consequences your, 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 your opinion is in the majority there, Knops. Yeah, we need to send a message to the rest of the world that fascism is not tolerated here. No, it, it's important. Yeah. Can we spell knobs with a G? You can. <laughs> was that, was that, are you asking me? I'm asking anybody <laughs> who wants to. What's that me? Yeah. We spell with a K, but it could be with a G too, right? It, knobs, I, I knobs and Gnosticism. Yeah, see? Um, no, we, we do have to send the right message to both those would-be fascist dictator wannabes. Are uh, fascist and, 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 and as also, you know, as a statement around the world that says we still stand for um, democracy and what? No, I was laughing at your word. We, we don't still stand for democracy, at least not as, an, as, a, as a people in any real fashion. We're, 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 I, I, I very much agree with the idea that, you know, in, you know, conversations amongst democratic nations, we basically shouldn't be invited no, we, we, there's a lot of failure, but yeah. but at the, but on the on on the most basic level, we we uh, elect our officials through a majority, yes. you know, uh, majority vote, and um, you know the the way that we get around, um, uh, the the way that we rig that is not as uh, blatantly corrupt as what it would be with other countries. It's done more slyly. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I agree. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't seem like the 25th is going to come into play here, does it? Probably not. It really should, but it probably won't. Um, so, so, so there's talking. To me, that makes more sense than impeachment and they should be more willing to go with it obviously but they're not going to and why do you think they won't you think well pence is definitely not going to do it well and the cabinet members are bailing out so can you see Pompeo or Mnuchin? See any of these clowns voting him out? No. They got too much invested. They should. Yeah. If, if they were decent Americans, they should. Is, is there any play that says, look it, come on, guys, you got 13 days. Let's do this thing. Like. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, why does it matter? But let's do it anyway. It, it, again, it matters to send a message. No, it matters to you and I a lot. And here's the, here's the fucked up thing is Trump has been banned from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I'm probably forgetting one or two more. He still holds codes to our nuclear arsenal, though. 
Right. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a really good point you're making. Now, Thank you. I, like to, I think most of my points are pretty good. No, this one's better. You're spot on, babe. <laughs> but, but no, no. Yeah, I had a lot of drive time today. And I, I really agree with those that say uh, he can still do a lot of damage in 13 days. Absolutely he can. There's no checks on him. And and I and I think the, the, the question, there was one guy, I, I, I forget who it was. He was a former official, and you know how I feel about them. You know, fuck all former officials. But they asked him if he thought Trump was still a danger, and he said no. And I, and I thought, <laughs> okay, you know. And, and he guy's a he ought to be That's why you're a former Right, right, right. And and he thinks he ought to be removed from office, but he wouldn't go so far as to say he was a danger. But the what what occurred to me is is maybe the way you have to put it to the Pompeos of the world is are are you really willing to take that risk? Like again, like you took that risk with the impeachment last year, right? That that he's going to behave, Susan Collins. What a POS. Right, C U N T. So, oh, he's learned his lesson. Ah, uh, we need to choke her waddle. <laughs> it's not getting violent, there, Fred. But, 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 are you really willing to take that chance that he's not? Because that's what they're doing, right? Those that don't, that aren't willing to take the steps to remove him from office, are saying he's not going to do anything that's going to hurt the country further. Think about the consequences of being wrong there. I, exactly. The consequences of being wrong there could could stem as far as like the the the, the death of America as we know it, like that the, to that degree. And, and and the consequences of uh of going the other way and and error erring on the side of precaution are not re- nearly as great. Right. You're 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 you're. you're 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 not you're you're not gonna uh, you're not gonna hurt your base. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like politically, I don't see a downside to removing him from office. I, I just don't. He's gonna be gone in twelve days, anyways. Who cares? Yeah, remove him. Exactly, but but they're making calculations that that's bad politically. I, I think McConnell makes that calculation, and and maybe. Maybe what I said, there is no consequences. Maybe what Kyle's looking at is, does it become the death of the Republican Party? Does this hang? Does this, does this, you know, put a stench on the Republican Party Potentially. that just is unrecoverable for for them? You, we, we, we put your guy in office. He had to be impeached. He had to be removed. He. You know he's going to jail. I mean, like you all of those. You certainly like to think so. <laughs> you certainly <laughs> like to think so. God, I hope that they're right about that. Because even even if they're right about that, and they don't do it, which I don't think that they will, which I think is the most likely. I think the most likely the most likely circumstances that they're correct about that, and they don't do it. And I think even still, then, God, you hope so. Yeah, you really, really hope so that that actually would be the death of the Republican Party, um, which Although, has already died. I, I should say that the 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 death of the Trumpster Party, you know, the death of the Trumpster Party, because that's actually what it is. Yeah, yeah. 
the party of Pinocchio, as I used to call it. But you know what I'd like to know? Than that. I haven't used that line in a long time. You know what I'd like to know? Who decided McConnell was this incredible brain trust? Seriously. <laughs> well, because. Who put him in charge? Nobody put it. Well, okay. I don't know who put him in charge of the Senate, but I don't think that's what you mean. Because his political instincts have turned out to be in his favor, have turned out to be right more times than they are wrong. Like it or not, we don't like it. But that is that factory of uh, facts and history sort of bear that out. Yeah, turtle. I mean, I mean, yeah. even his political instincts of of this mess have turned out to be pretty good. Remember when I said earlier he he wasn't jumping on the conspiracy theories of the 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 the, the election was a fraud. He 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 never ever said that. And he also said that he wasn't going to really um, get on board with the challenge of the electoral votes. Well, he did not want to force the GOP to vote on that. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of... I, 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 I don't think that's a big deal. I, I think those guys in the House and the Senate that still voted to challenge the votes, they... I, it's hard for me to say they're going to pay any consequences. I think to understand Mitch McConnell is to understand from his perspective that politics is a game. And, winning and losing. And, and a game in which he is good at. And a game in which has no real consequences on the real world. And so he doesn't really care from like an ethical standpoint about like what is going on, how this affects actual people. Because it's just a game that he's found he's effective at from this side wouldn't it be weird to live in that world oh no it's, there's this okay so there's this awesome video in which it kind of he, he's like shocked where there's this uh i want to say senator or congressman who's shaking hands and he's sort of in the line for shaking hands and he just doesn't shake his hand and mitch mcconnell just looks like devastated like, how did this happen? And it's just it like, wasn't part of the playbook. It, it, this isn't like, wait, this person. Oh, thinks, I remember when this that person happened. thinks that I'm actually a bad person. Yes, I remember when that. And happened. it's it's awesome because it's like, yes, you are actually a, the, no people actually don't like you. Yes, this person is a part of your game, and he's not playing it in such a way in which it's like, oh, hilarious, Mitch McConnell. Let's shake hands because it's like politics is fun, and we're all in here to play the game, and we're not. It's you suck and are, you know, an enemy of the people. I'm not going to shake your greasy hand. Disgusting. The Paul Bear uh, for um, Elijah Cummings. That's who it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's a really good example where that's how you he, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't think that his actions have real consequences mm -hmm. for everyday people because they don't have consequences for him. Yeah. It, it's, it is just a game in which he is, believes he's quite good at it is. Um, you know, uh, I, I was, I, I was listening to, to, to Biden today and um, I, I'm still a little nervous that they're not going to go after Trump. The way they should. 
You think they won't? Huh? You think they won't? Uh, I, I think there's a good chance that they won't. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they will either. I think they're all cowards and they won't do it. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm not sure it's cowardice. I, yeah, I, I think I they're, they're trying to just either. get Trump out of it and they don't want his name to be even invoked. I think they just want him gone. And I think it's the wrong move, but I think that's what they're doing. They're, they're just trying to separate themselves and move along, but I just we need, we need to think about the future. Trump may be gone in 12 days, but we are four years away from another election. And if there is another fascist as horrible as Trump, who is actually smart about this, Thank we are you. in serious trouble. Thank you. I've been saying this for days, for three years. Sammy's been going off about this. And, and, I, and, and I was watching the smile grow as you were talking because I knew you were going to go. make fascism afraid again. Exactly. 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 Next, the next person that these people rally behind might not be the dumbest person on earth. Yes. And it is, in fact, they 100% won't be. No, they will not be, be as dumb as Trump. And not only, I, I, the, the, it's going to be extremely dangerous. It, the, 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 it, not only the, the entire republic. I think almost the entire Republican Party needs to be, you know, completely Spun. shamed into, you know, like utter nothingness over the next four years, or else. We, we have an extremely high likelihood in the United States of uh, electing a fascist that isn't a complete moron. Thank you. Now, I've, I've been screaming about this. The playbook has been written. Uh-huh. The path is clear. It just needs someone who is competent enough to carry it out step by step to do it. Well, the, the, that person the, is out there. The, the path has been clear, but I mean, the, the path has been just you know, laid and fresh blacktop and not just by Trump, you know, but by years mm-hmm. and years of, uh, uh, of putting together this Frankenstein, right? Yes. Of, of assembling the body parts to become what Trump did. Um, yeah. The, the only thing they didn't count on was the fact that he was going to be a moron. You know, think of young Frankenstein, Abby Normal. They got all the parts right except for Abby Normal. <laughs> Putting on the roots. <laughs> Uba Duba. So, yes, a clear message needs to be sent. Trump cannot run in 2024. His children cannot run in 2024. Which is why I completely support impeachment. And I don't care if it's 12 days left. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care Absolutely. if it was 12 hours left. I, I really don't care if it was 12 hours left. Impeach when you have to impeach. And I would say that against any politician, anytime. It is, it is the right thing to do. It is the constitutional thing to do. Yes. I had this argument with a friend of mine the other day who said that the impeachment was useless. No. Nope. That happened earlier. And I said, no, it was not. It was their constitutional duty. It was their job to impeach. And it would be very interesting to see what the Senate trial would look like if they impeached. It, well, it's it, a, a hell of a lot closer than what it was. Uh, I think a, it would be closer. Six days ago. I, I think it would be closer. I also think it'd be interesting to see does the Senate just whitewash it again? Because 
McConnell, like who would be in charge? Because let's say it doesn't go to the Senate until after the uh, in, until after the new Congress, right? When does the new Congress get already sworn in? in. Not yeah. Georgia, though. No, well, no, the two will be sworn in, but Congress. What? Well, I don't know when when they can certify the vote. So I heard they may not get sworn until after the twentieth. Well, right, okay, be because they got all the mail-in stuff and all that. So you know where I'm going with this, right? So you know, Mitch said no witnesses, right? So yeah. so now maybe this time you have witnesses. I mean, like it. It. I'm not saying that he would be convicted post his presidency, but the likelihood is a lot higher. For sure, it's it is higher, absolutely. And and put it this way: like, if you're Holly or Cruz, do you really want Trump running again in 2024? Are are you looking at this as opportunity to take a guy out of the race? They, they cannot simultaneously do that and vote for – if they vote for conviction, then that takes them out of the race though. Yes. So their their opinions on whether – yes, yes, they would prefer if Trump isn't running in 2024, but they can't actually do that. So they'd prefer he comes to that conclusion on their own um, – Leave conclusion. it to other people? Yes. Leave it to other people. They can't actually yeah. do it because if they do it, then they cannot actually – run successfully in 2024, at least not on the same ideas that they have been building this entire time. Um, yeah, 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 I think that's that, that's a proper calculation. And that often happens in, in Washington. Let other people vote what you want so you can avoid the vote. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't know. You know, it, it would be an interesting trial to see how that plays, plays out on a, on a conviction on another impeachment. And it and uh, it should happen. Can a president be impeached after he left office? Yes. Uh, it, it, there's actually precedent for it. Is there? I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. I, I I heard someone speaking about it recently. I uh, one of the uh, you know historian experts. It wasn't a president. It was some other official, and when they were trying to impeach him he tried to resign but they went ahead and impeached him anyways <laughs> uh, you can't quit you're fired <laughs> so yes they they can impeach him even after he's done good i say that uh pence in the cabinet remove him from power yeah the and 25th after- and impeachment right and then after the 20th, uh, they impeach him, and he's no longer eligible to run from office. Yeah. That would be uh, an ideal scenario for me, at least. Well, I, I don't know. It's, it, it, there's a lot of pressure on the Democrats to make it happen. I was listening to pro- progressive talk radio this morning in my drive time, and uh, I forget the name of the uh, the congressman that they had on. The callers were, 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 were giving him hell. You know, saying Pelosi took too long to bring articles of impeachment last time, and huh? uh, this has got to happen at a much quicker pace than uh, what it did. I mean, obviously, because the clock is ticking. And and I, and I think there's there's something 
that has been overlooked regarding the last impeachment. Um, and as it relates to where we're at today, uh, and it's not been overlooked by everybody, but the reason he was impeached it has a direct correlation to the events that have happened in the last couple days. The reason he was impeached was because he was trying to rig an election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You know, we, we, you know, forget about Ukraine for a second. His his goal with Ukraine was to rig the election. Mm-hmm. And 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 so you know, now instead of rigging the election, he's trying to overthrow the election. But the but the overarching premise was to remain in power uh, by cheating. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I think that gets lost a little bit on on uh, the impeachment um, because uh, over time, I, I guess for some, it's just gotten kind of somewhat convoluted, but it shouldn't. Well, I think that brings us up to uh, to today. <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered the last 72 hours. Uh Rather well, I think. Yeah. Oh, that was a lot to cover. I mean, I don't know where we're at. Are we? Are we like in? No. Oh, this is segment two, right? Yeah, this is segment two. Did we miss something? No, no, no. I'm looking at the total time. You know, oh, you know what you missed? I, I'm wondering if we're like in running like Joe Rogan, you know, kind of podcast podcast length. How long does he go? Like sometimes four, five hours. Oh God! I don't have the I don't have the sobriety for that, Lotto. <laughs> so what did we miss there, Frederico? That Holly lost his book deal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, this I love this stuff. I, I I eat it up, and when I am trolling, this is the moments I wait for, because when they start complaining that this is, you know, infringements of free speech, is okay. If that was Skeet, I would never miss. <laughs> Throwback. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. I'm. I'm not. I'm not missing that bird at all. That that pigeon. Sorry. Um. And, and he's complaining that it's infringing on his free speech because his supporters don't even know what free speech really means. No. I, I don't. How many people I've seen uh, on posts about Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, blocking Trump saying, oh, it's violation of free speech. You clearly do not understand what free speech actually means. Mm-hmm. You are an idiot. And, and sometimes my response is, is, is just as simple as anti-capitalist much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Don't these people love markets? Isn't this like they're isn't uh, okay, slightly going even beyond like isn't cancel culture like which I don't even necessarily think really exists in the fashion that, you know, so yep. many people seem to think it does. Like the ultimate example of the free market at work. Absolutely. We, we had this discussion on a previous podcast. You're, you're not, you're not keeping up on your listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I missed a couple episodes. Uh, but then, but that was, that was actually the, the, the point of our cancel culture topic was that it's the epitome of free speech to allow cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, I, 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 the only thing I didn't catch on the Holly deal was did he get a uh, an, an advance? 
I don't think he did. Because most of these guys make money on their advance, you know. Cause I don't, I don't. He ain't so bright. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, be- before we go, I, I, I know, Fred, you, you wanted to kind of talk a little bit about where we're at with, with COVID. Yeah, I just wanted to make mention of it because with with the goings on of this last week, it's it's like COVID has gone away. Well, no, it hasn't because four thousand one hundred and ten people died in one day. So we just set a new record, and uh, the uh, what's what's the name of uh, dumbasses? give people the shots program what do they call it warp speed or operation warp speed it's absurd how awful it is they don't have a plan i I think it's a vaccine but no coordination to get it taken care of so yeah no i i think a a better uh a better name for it would have been ludicrous speed (laughs) we've gone to plaid (laughs) That's all faster than warp speed, though. <laughs> What'd you say? That's all faster than warp speed. Yeah, but it's also ludicrous. It, it's yeah, also ludicrous. it's also a parody. I, I think a lot of this vaccine is under uh, lock and key with the password one two three four. <laughs> password one two three four. The same combination on my luggage. Just same know. combination on the nuclear codes for like something like sixty years. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I mean, re- re- remember, ludicrous speed. He was surrounded by assholes. surrounded by assholes. Assholes. Great movie. All right, what about the beer? Uh, I gotta go. Not for me, just because I, it's just too citrusy. And um, you, you know, the other thing that I w- one of the early thoughts I had about this beer was these really hoppy, dry beers. They almost taste like, to me, that they've gone to room temperature as soon as I pour them. Like, we, we, we took it out of the cooler, poured it in the glass, and then I'm like, man, this is starting to taste like it's been sitting here a while. And that never happens with whiskey. <laughs> So I got to go not for me on this one because it tastes stale. I thought it was excellent. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Sammy Colin's been sitting here with, with an empty glass for about 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he knows where they're at. He can get another one. I was kind of like a mat on it. it. It didn't rock my meters and... It was just all right, so I'm going to give it a meh. I drank it all, but it was a meh. I still got about three fingers left. Hmm. All right. Oh, uh, 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 did you enjoy your dragon meat? Well, I was looking back at our initial reviews for uh, Under the Kilt, and I gave it a for me last time. 
And the fact that I am two glasses down just since halftime. <laughs> You're consistent. Confirmed. You're consistent. Can confirm. <laughs> All righty. Okay, guys. Long episode. Uh, but uh, a very real topic that I felt we really needed to talk about. Yeah, no, I think we aired uh, a, a lot of uh, salient points, I suppose. Yeah. And, uh, you know, next week, who the hell knows, right? We might be in outer space. <laughs> well, I, I, I think we know better than that. No, we don't. <laughs> Hopefully, is that a reference uh, to Space Oddity? Did that come out in 1984 as well? Okay. What'd you say? Uh, I said Fred was making a reference to Space Odyssey, and if that came out in 1984, which oh, okay, that's what I, okay, that's the part I missed. Okay, yes. I, what time? What, what year did Space Oddity come out? It came out before uh, in 1984. Uh, came out like 77. I'm gonna guess 70, 73. Uh, I think it's a little older than that, but I don't know. It's before my time. By a few years, I may Google it. Surely it came out in two thousand one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, sixty nine. Wow. What a remarkable movie to come out in nineteen sixty eight. No, but you said sixty nine. Sixty nine. Yeah. So my Google search says sixty eight. What the fuck, Google? Definitely- you have one job to do. <laughs> So which is the truth? We'll never know. Uh, I'm sure it is explained. Maybe when it was produced, when it was released. I don't know. I blame Antifa. You know, what if they would have called it instead of 2001 Space Odyssey? What if they called it 1984 Space Odyssey? That's probably the original name. <laughs> David Bowie's 1984 has already been taken, right? Uh, it's gotten quite silly. I, everything I see says 68. Release date, uh, April 2nd, 1968. All right. Well, I'll concede, unlike Trump. All righty. Sounds good, guys. Okay. We'll see you guys soon. All right. Sounds good. Stay safe. Bottoms yep. up. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Out. Out. Politics, some culture and craft beer. Politics, and that is why you're here. Politics, bottoms up.